Welcome to the 865 Elite Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Saha. On today's episode, we have Wake Forest men's basketball assistant coach, Brooks Savage. Brooks, what's going on? What's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good. Got, got the Tar Heels tonight, so just trying to get ready for that. Yeah, I know. So we were talking about this being a game day. What is game day like typically for the players? Um, you know, a home game um, like today, you know, they're going to – we encourage them to go to their morning classes. <laughs> um, you know, but they'll have a little class in the morning, and then, um, you know, we'll shoot around at, at 145, you know, and so that – you know, after they if they go to a class or two, that you know, have time to grab a little something to eat, or you know, get some get some treatment, get over to the facility, or you know, we play off campus, so get over to the arena and, and get you know whatever they need to do to kind of get ready for a shoot around. You know, whether that's get some treatment or um, get in you know some extra shots or whatever. So um, you know, that's that's pretty much it for them. And then they'll have a little time. We'll go for about an hour shoot around, and then we'll eat. We'll eat together, a uh, little pregame meal right around four hours before we play, and then uh, they're back in the back in the building an hour and a half before to get ready to play. Yeah, that's that's a full day for them. What? So you've been, you know, at all different types of levels, um, and I know the recruiting process has changed, you know, dramatically over the last two years, but like. Talk us through, like, when you were at, you know, the JUCO with Forbes and Shea, like, what were kind of the things you were looking for at that level in the recruiting process? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, that was um, 11, 12 when I was in junior college at Northwest Florida uh, with Coach Forbes. And, and um, you know, so it was, like I said, the landscape has changed quite a bit. But, you know, back then we were looking for um, – you know, the best kind of non-qualifiers, high school kids that were out there. Um, prep schools, they were a thing, but it wasn't it wasn't as big as it is now. Um, and so JUCO was still a good option for those kids that, that didn't qualify, you know, with the NCAA. Um, so we were looking for guys like that out of high school, but it was really a lot of transfers from Division One that, you know, played their freshman year somewhere and – you know, for whatever reason, wanted to to leave, and so that you know, like if a, if a guy went somewhere didn't play, and they were going to transfer, and they didn't want to sit, then they could come to junior college for a year, you know, and play, and then transfer back to you know a four year school. We'd call that a four two four kid, you know, four year school, two year school, four, then back to four year school. So, um, you know, it was we had a good mix of those guys. You know, Chris Jones was a high school kid for us. That was the national player of the year. And, you know, really led our team to, you know, to play in the national championship game. Um, you know, and then we had a you know a couple four two four guys. You know, Trancy Jackson was a good player for us that transferred from Southern Miss. Um, you know, so it was, it was a mix of of that in junior college. Um, you know, which. Again, it's always kind of been for us about you know, trying to have a good mix of, of of young players and older players. That's always been a pretty good recipe for us. 
What about, so when you, you know, you've been at UTC and then Presbyterian, what about in Tulane, like, what are, what are like the main things that kids can do that if they're not on the radar at like a Presbyterian or a Tulane that they can do to get on the radar during the live events? Yeah, well, I think the first thing, you know, you have to do is, is play well, you know, and I think, I think these these young players nowadays, um, you know, the, I think it's important to focus on, and really for all players, you know, because there's always something that's next, whether it be a, a high school player is trying to get a you know a college offer, or a college player is trying to get a professional contract, or you know what have you, you know, a pro player is trying to get to that higher league, or a or for an NBA guy trying to get that second contract, or you know. So there's always something that's that's next that these players are you know striving for, but I think it's just important to to focus on always trying to get better. And if you can have kind of that growth mindset of like just every day, every month, every year, just trying to get better, then all of that stuff you know has a way of taking care of itself. But you know when when these when high school kids go out now, you know and they're playing in live events or they're playing their high school season, you know it's important. To, to play well and and to play hard like you got to treat all they play a lot of games so I think sometimes you know the games aren't the, the games are bad because the, the kids are tired or it's just another game or you know this is a 9 a.m game so man I play again at three so it doesn't really matter you know so to speak yeah. and, and and so you know I think you gotta you gotta understand that man somebody's in that gym this may be the only time they get to see you this might be your opportunity. You got to take those opportunities every single one like that. I mean, this might be the one and try to play as hard and as play as well as you can. Um, you know, then I think you got to, you know, you got to, you got to work with your coach and, you know, your high school coach, your AAU coach, and, 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 you know, they got to try and help you, you know, reach out to the, some of the contacts that they have within college coaching. And I think you got to be realistic about where that is. You know, like it's about yeah. where you can go and play. It's not about level. It's about where you can go and be a good player and have a great experience, um, be able to have an impactful role and, um, you know, those sort of things. And so, you know, I think you got to put a good tape together and, and uh, you know, see if you can have your coach or whoever send it out. Yeah. You, and, you brought uh, up the AAU and high school coach and you've recruited a lot of kids. Have you found that if there's a good relationship where like the AAU and the high school coach are and the parents are all working together for the kid, that those kids are more college ready than, you know, a kid that has a bunch of, you know, dysfunction in their circle? For sure. For sure. For sure. I think everybody's got to be on the same page. And I think everybody's got to keep in mind that this is about the the kid, the young, the young, you know, the young boy or girl um that's that's playing um and it's about them getting them to a good situation where they can have success and have a great experience right and yeah. so when the, when all when everyone has got that truly has that kid's best interest at heart and what's realistic um you know i think it, 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 it everybody's on the same page i think that it just works a lot better uh, i think when things get in the way of that I think is when it can get messed up and 
you know, expectations, um, you know, can, can, can really be an issue and can cause problems for, for these young kids and just, um, you know, and when those are kind of don't line up with reality or it's not the same within that, that, that circle for that kid, you know, then it gets, it's out of balance. Yeah. How, how important is it to have, you know, like the honest communication with everyone in the circle. So that way going through the recruiting process, everyone's telling, you know, the college coaches the same thing, because I know, you know, like you, you guys all only have a certain amount of time. And is it real easy for you guys to sniff that out and then just move on from someone if everyone's not on the same page? Yeah, I would, I think so. I think, you know, like the, the honesty is, is the, is the most important thing. And, you know, honesty and the truth are not always the same thing, but um, I think that everyone, everyone involved, you know, needs to be honest about kind of what they're, what they want, what they're looking for. And again, like what's, what's realistic. And I think when I when I'm talking about being realistic, it's like, you know, could you, can you play, can you make the team at a higher level? Maybe, but are you going to realistically play? Like, is there a clear path for you? Are you walking into a situation where you're going to have a realistic opportunity? Like you're walking, you walk into a situation and there's like a, a returning starter at your position. It's not a senior. You're, like you're, you're gonna have a hard time beating that guy out. Just are, yeah. you know. And so, like, you know, I think that, you know, being honest about, um, you know, everybody being on the same page and being honest about like what, what, what's realistic and what's what's a, you know, is really a good situation, you know, for for a given player is, is, um, you know, is important. And then when and then when people aren't on the same page or, um you know you, you have you know maybe you know a coach or you know or even a parent you know once you know they want something a little bit more you know higher in level or a little bit more um you know attractive on paper a bigger bigger better name or whatever like that i, th I think that's where it gets you know that's where it gets that's that's where you know part of where, where the transfer portal comes in a little bit you know and, and then you get there and you're not happy well it's like it's because you you made a you, you made a bad decision for the wrong reasons on the front end yeah you know and so i think that's just where you kind of get get sideways you brought up the portal like are there when you guys are recruiting kids like, do you look into if they've jumped around high schools or AAU programs? And, like, if so, like, how does that affect how you recruit that kid? Yeah, it can be a, a little bit of a red flag if a kid's, like, changing schools all the time. You know, I think it's a little bit – it's more common now than it probably was when I first started this. Um, But, you know, it doesn't necessarily make it right, you know. Um, But, yeah, it is it, – it is a little bit of a makes you. It makes you certainly ask questions like, "Well, why did you leave here? Well, what happened here?" You know, it's it's it, it and it's like when it, it's no different than when you get into you know the professional world and you're working a job and you've changed jobs, you know, numerous times. Like, well, you're going to probably have to explain that, you know, and then people are going to ask questions and it, and it may not be, 
you know, look, and that's always, that's not necessarily always a bad, a bad reason, but it does, it does bring up a lot of questions and, and probably makes the person on the other side wonder, you know, what's going on when you're changing schools that much or changing teams. It's like, you know, you gotta, sometimes you gotta dig in and, you know, grow where you're planted. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, when you're, when you're out recruiting at these AAU events, do you guys like to see kids play like within a system or is it more just kind of, you know, like freelance, just pick up without a system? Yeah. Or does it it not matter? I think there's a mix of both. I think, you know, when a player's playing like within a system and they're running offense, like it's a, it's a lot easier to evaluate because that's how they're going to be playing in college. And, you know, I think there's a mix of you want to see some individual talent and some ability, you know, in, in a, in a free flowing game, but also you have to be able to, you have to be able to like execute sets and you have to be able to play with fundamentals and you have to be able to, to play without the ball and, and understand how to, you know, screen or cut or, you know, pass the ball, you know, passing is to, to us, you know, to me is, you know, the number one indicator of IQ is that sometimes that's hard to tell, um, you know, but does the ball, do they pass the ball when the ball should be passed, where it should be passed, you know, on time, you know, or do they over dribble, you know, do they try to make pat force passes that aren't there because, some of the a lot of the plays, some of the plays that you're going to be able to make in in an AAU game or a high school game, you're not making that play as you go as you go up in level. Yeah, you know, and so I think it's a lot easier to tell when when you're playing with some structure, playing in a system that, um, you know, where there is, you know, more of a, a cohesive team, you know, concept, you know, versus, you know, maybe just high pick and roll all the time. Yeah. You brought up over dribbling with, you know, with freshmen coming in, is that kind of the biggest adjustment you found with, you know, kids getting used to, you know, going against better coaches and, you know, people actually being in the gap and playing, you know, team defense where they can't over dribble now. Yeah. Yeah. When you get into like real games, like you're going to have to be able to play with other good players and you're going to have to be able to play, you know, within, you know, against good defense and and be able to to play off a closeout, be able to you know to play with only a, a few dribbles, you know things like that. You know, it's just not going to be you're not going to get to bounce it, and, you know, a million times and like there's going to be defense, you know, real college defense or or yeah. you know whatever where you're trying to go. Like you're just not going to be able to some of that stuff that you're going to be able to get away with in a in, a, in July. You know, it's just not going to, you know, you're going to get to college and you're going to wonder why I can't do that. Yeah. You know, you know, and I think, I I think also like college coaches, like all coaches, like we're trying to win games, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're really team oriented. Like we're trying to win and, and put a good team out there. And, you know, so I think like being an efficient player, I think gets lost when you play all these games in the summertime. You know, for instance, like you take a you take a kid that wants to shoot a lot of like pull ups, like they want to play with the ball in their hands. I don't know what that means, but you know, 
they want to play and pick and roll or they, you know, they want to, they get to just pull up or they, they want to take all these dribble jump shots. They work on with whoever they work with. It's like that is universally a low quality shot, you know, a low percentage shot. And so like, I mean, if you look across college basketball, many, many of the, of, of the teams who take the least, you know, are the, are the best offensive teams. And so, you know, like you may make it, you may make just enough of those like over the course of the summer where you think that's like a good shot for you, but that is not, if that becomes like part of your game and you get to college, like that college coach probably is not going to let you clip off a lot of those, you know? And so like, that's like one thing that's like, it's not going to translate. You're not doing that, you know, when you come to college, Yeah, you know, you're not taking, you're not taking six dribble jump shots a game, not doing it. And yeah. so, like, just being able to really understand, like, really how the game is played at the college level and then being able to to be able to play within the team concept and, and then against, like, real defense and being an efficient player, being able to catch and shoot. Like, it's nothing wrong with being able to catch and shoot, you know, or being able to just play off a closeout, you know, when, when the ball gets swung to you and, and, you know, being able to play on balance and play off two feet and play across the midline and, you know – you know, one dribble quick pitch and being able to get off the ball when it's time to get off the ball, you know, are all like things that like, I think college coaches value. And I don't know if like that's necessarily being, um, you know, if, if, if that's being emphasized, I guess the word would be, you know, in a lot of like the AAU and, and high school setting. Yeah. Yeah. How, it's going to be a different role. Like you're the best player probably on your high school team, but you're not going to be when you come to college. So you got to be able to to fit in. Yeah. When you guys are doing the um, like all your skill workouts, are you getting? Is it all like your system based where you, all you're doing is getting, you know, the shots? Yes. Everything like that. Yes. You're going to be in the system. yes. Yeah. If you want to work on that other stuff we can come in extra. We can, we can help grow your game. We're all for that. Like you want to add, you try to add things to your game. We can, we're all for that. Like, you know, um, you know, but like, we always kind of say that, um, you know, from the end of the season to the start of practice. So like March to September, like that's about you, you know, working on your game, getting in the weight room, getting bigger, all that stuff. Uh, improving on the things that you want to improve on and then like when practice starts through the season like that's about us so if you want to try and add whatever it is some drill moves and you know you know improve your shot making ability maybe you know whatever add add whatever it is to your game become a better pick and roll player or whatever then that's great let's work on that and we'll work it work, work and then you can do it all during the summer and you know but if you get to practice and you can't do it at a high rate then you ain't doing it you know and so i think players struggle with that a little bit but yeah when we're when we're in practice we're in team time guards bigs you know breakdown in practice or whatever we're getting small group workouts throughout the year like we're working on stuff that you know helps you play well in the game and stuff that we do you know um because there's you know there's skill development which is all, you know, passing, dribbling, shooting, defense, all that stuff. And then there's player development, which is, you know, how do I play well and how does my team play well when I'm on the floor? 
you know, those are two different things to us. There's skill development and player development. And so we're, you know, we're working on definitely stuff that is, is within uh, the framework of what we do. When recruiting, where do you rank those two in terms of when you're looking for people to bring into the program? Ranking what skill development, player development? Yeah. Um, you know, it's they're in there for sure. I, I would say, um, you know, you have to have, you know, you have to have, you know, size and and all those sort of things. You know, be able to move and, um, you know, that sort of stuff for, first. You know, first and foremost, and then you know, some level of athleticism that allows you to, you know, be productive and be, be a good player. And then, and then from there, I think it's, you know, you know, skill, I think it's, you know, what skills do you have? You know, what can you do? Like, what do you bring to the table? What do you do well? You know, are you just like, okay at everything? You know, I think, you know, what's your superpower? Is you, are you a great rebounder? Or do you play tremendously hard? Are you a great communicator? Do you, can you really shoot it? Are you a great passer? You know, can you, you know, I don't know. There's a number of things like, what do you, what's your game? You know, what, what's your game? I think a lot of times go watch a guy and you're like, you don't really have any game, you know, like, what does he do? Yeah. And like, and, um, you know, there's not to say there's not always, you know, sometimes a place for a, Swiss army knife type of guy, but, you know, I think you got to try and have a, try to know who you are as a player. And then, you know, there's a character piece. Like, do you love to play? Are you competitive? Are you coachable? Are you a good teammate? You know, that sort of stuff, you know? And so I think it's kind of um, three prong. And then, you know, part of that would be like, how do you impact winning? You know, your team, you're a good player, but your team never wins. Every bad team has a leading scorer. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, I think it's a, a lot of that. It's, it's a combination of all of it, you know? Yeah. No, this has been great. I really appreciate the time. I know you got to get going. You got the Tar Heels tonight. So, but I, thanks for jumping yeah. on. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Anytime, anytime. Good, good talking with you. And, you know, always here if you, if you need anything. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the 865 Elite Podcast. We will see you next week.